0: Yeah, I don't. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 oh. Yeah. Let's it, get Let's get this crack on. Sure. It's we? something. It's, it's something. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's absolutely it's something.
1: something. Right. Okay. And let's crack on then. Hello and welcome to the Oncast. My name is Dom. As one half of the Oncast, I'm joined by Tom. Say hello, Tom. Hello there. Hello. In this episode, we're talking about the new Amazon movie, The Tomorrow War, starring Chris Pratt and Yvonne <laughs> Strahovski.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so this is this film's been like a long time coming, hasn't it? It's... Yeah.
1: So I think there's not a lot. That, I mean, it's a weird sort of story because, as far as I can tell, it's like it's not based on anything previous. It's not mm. it's not like which is you know which is weird nowadays. Yeah, it is weird these days, isn't it? It's not a sequel, it's not a prequel, it's not a reboot. Um or a remake. Or a remake. Um and it's not based on like a a um beloved graphic novel. No. Um or or a reboot of a TV show from you know, it's nothing none of that. <laughs> it's nothing. It's just literally a completely original concept. Um, and it was originally going to be a you know a cinema release. I think Paramount had it, um, and then it because as a result of the pandemic, it's ended up being bought up by um, uh, Amazon, and okay. it was it was released this weekend. And it's this massive, big budget sci-fi movie with Chris Pratt, and it's this time travel and aliens and guns. right basically it's a bad version of edge of tomorrow yeah kind of that's the that's the biggest thing that i get like as i was watching i was like i really want to watch edge of tomorrow again same (laughs) we're watching it today (laughs) Uh,
0: put it this way yeah my girlfriend uh has recently sort of uh defined her passion for disaster films yes and we were talking about it recently. She was saying about how much like Greenland was amazing. and like, She yeah. really loves Independence Day and you- stuff like this. So when I suggested this, I was like, oh, it might not really be your thing, but like it's a new Chris Pratt film. And it's like, you know, it's this. Uh... And she's like, oh, is it a disaster film? And I'm like, no. Sort of.
1: yeah."
0: And then she was, I was like, it's a bit like Independence Day. And she was like, that's a disaster film. <laughs> And I was like, oh, I mean, you're not wrong in some aspects. Yeah. So, uh, and then we were like, yeah, let's crack on with this then.
1: And then this happened.
0: And then this happened in front of us.
1: Yeah, I just it was it's so weird. It's like because I tell you what, like I went in with fairly low expectations because I started seeing because it was like it was embargoed right up until it was released. There was no really, like, yeah, reviews or anything until literally yesterday when it came out. Suddenly, mm-hmm. reviews started coming out and they were slating it. Like, there was a really like, like, trashy review from IGN. I was like, oh God, this is going to be a train wreck. Um, and as it started, I was like, this isn't that bad. Same. This is all right. And I, like, I thought it, it set up the characters quite nicely in the beginning and it had the whole, cause it like, it opens up with this whole sequence where you're meeting Chris Pratt's character and he's like doing a job interview over the phone. Um, mm-hmm. And he's like being told that he hasn't got enough experience for it. And he's like, right, that's really relatable and cool. And then he has, yeah, and it's like, and it sets up, it does a nice job of setting up the sort of emotional stakes, if you like. Yeah. And then he sat watching TV. <laughs> and during like the World Cup final of football, In for Qatar. some reason. Yeah. There a bunch of future soldiers turn up through a portal in the middle of the pitch and it's just i like i'd seen that in the trailer and i knew that was coming but it was still it was so random and it felt so out of place and just like it goes from really like stripped back and normal to fucking batshit crazy in like in no time at all it's just there's there's no ramp up to it at all it literally just comes out of nowhere
0: yeah, and like it suddenly, uh, like it starts, and it's just like, um, I was like, oh, they're going to address like some of the challenges of like uh, military veterans trying to move on into sort of what would be civilian society, but then they've got like like you're saying like, oh, sorry, you don't really have enough experience in the private sector. You've got like this, and we're like really kind of looking for this. And you're like, okay, this is like a this is guy is looking out for his family, and he's he's struggling a bit. And then it becomes this weird, you know, and it sort of reminded me in a couple of places of like uh like nobody where it's like but nobody did it with the satire. Yeah. Where it's like this impotent male rage. Yeah. And it's like he's like a what, like a 40-year-old guy who's got a wife and a kid, but what does it all mean? You know, I need to be somebody, I need to be better. And you're like, you're right, you're raising a family, you've got a good kids, you've got a good house, you got a wife, everyone around you seems fat, happy, you've got friends. You know, you don't get on with your dad, but you know
1: you've got a huge you can't have it all. house, which doesn't make a lot. Which is just yeah. part of the course for movies, despite no matter how what someone does for a living, they always have these huge palatial like <laughs> yeah. mansions that they live out of, um, yeah. where they can host giant Christmas parties and have hundreds of people in their house. Yeah, um, the white suburbs. Yeah, even though he's just yeah, he's just a teacher. Um, like, yeah, which just... and
0: he just hates his life, and you're yeah. like, okay, like trying to sort of sympathize with the character a bit more and he's like he's like, i just want to do something in my life and you're like you've survived two tours in is it iraq iraq, iraq? Yeah. Uh, survived two tours in iraq as special special forces so he's not unqualified in certain things and uh <laughs> and then it just becomes this thing and he's like i need to do something in my life i'm not good enough just being a dad, I'm going to have to go and save the world.
1: If I, look. Because he if squints to, and looks just slightly off screen. If I have to save the world to save my daughter, then so be it. Yes. Yeah. One line that comes out of it because, so we, we're burying the lead a little bit, but the, the the plot of this movie is that soldiers from the future come back and they're, they're from 30 years in the future where aliens or yeah, some sort of creatures anyway, they not they sort of, they assume they're aliens, um, have basically overrun the entire planet and wiped yeah. out most of the human population. Um, yeah. and it's like, a, it's an ongoing war, despite the fact that we have all our military hardware, it seems we have Humvees, we have, um, helicopters, we just, we can't deal with this. And they're like an infestation. They're not like, um, intelligent, um, species who, who use technology or anything like that they're literally just like yeah like, they're like a hive yeah. creation um and that has and they're but and so the the plot the idea of the movie is that these people from the future have figured out a way to travel back in time and their plan is to recruit and use the population of 30 years ago where there was uh-huh. seven billion people on the planet pitch them forward in time and use them as soldiers in this war in the future yeah. Which is fucking mental. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll give it this. It's original. I'll give it that. Yeah. Like, it's not, I've never seen any. I mean, we say that it's a little bit like, um, uh, Edge of Tomorrow, but only in, in some of the, like there's sort of the aesthetics of it and the kind of the basics, like, oh, it's an alien war, but the whole idea of the, the jumping forward in time and, and recruiting from your, your past so the idea of like, it's people's children and they have this whole thing now where it's all about generational stuff. So the idea is that yeah. your children are asking our parents and our grandparents to come and fight for us because- Yeah, two rather generation- than yeah, the other th- way around. Yeah, in two generations time, the world is dead. And it's like, that's what's good about it being like, it's 30 years in the future, not a hundred. Yeah. It's like, there's a relationship to it. And then there's, you know, they they sort of, touch on the politics of it and talk about well there's some people who are like well we shouldn't be sending people off to fight this war because it's not our war um
0: yeah it's it's stuff that hasn't happened yet should we not focus on like prevention
1: yeah interesting that isn't it um and it's like it's interesting that no one thinks of that until the f- third act of the movie <laughs> yeah like, well if we've got prior knowledge and we've th- we've gone 30 years back why don't we start working together and figuring out how this happened in the first place and stop it from happening. Yeah. Or just like where where do we where did logic f- is a dirty word. Yeah, where did they first turn up? Somewhere in Russia. Okay, well why don't we just like send a shitload of like the Earth's military to this particular part, you know, start pinpointing where they first turned up and make sure that we're ready for them when they attack and nip yeah. it in the bud. No, we can't do that. We've got to send people to the future. And we've got we've got to have this ongoing war of attrition where only 30% of the people that we send to the future come back because everyone else just dies
0: yeah, or 20% depending on what point of the film you're in
1: yeah um, and it's just yeah it's completely devoid of logic it's it's dumb like i i'll be honest i kind of i enjoyed it kind of like i i had fun with it but it was fucking stupid
0: i had fun with like the first mm probably
1: hour yeah but after that fucking hell yeah i think but to me it's like it reaches a crescendo and then there's there's the third act where we we will we'll get into spoilers we're gonna have to get into spoilers mm-hmm. um but there's there's a third act where it, that's where it dragged for me i think that all the stuff in the future i thought was just the action stuff was pretty well executed and it looked amazing i'll give it that yeah. as well like clearly, they spent a lot of money on this film um, Yeah. um, and it shows and there are some cool like, action sequences just that are done really well. And they're just at the scale of this war and like the tension where you, there's a, uh, you know, they, they jump into the future and Chris Pratt sort of takes control of this team of people where they're mostly, you know, civilians who've never done any sort of military service and he's the only one who has. So he sort of takes command of the team and they're like moving through this destroyed city and trying to get something done whilst being attacked by these, um, you know, these monsters, these aliens. White spikes. Yeah. And that was, that's pretty well done. It was good. Yeah. It was like, there was attention to it. Obviously this is a ticking clock because we're about to carpet bomb the city and there's nothing we could do to stop Match. that. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's natural, natural it was-
0: expectation for that, but it's yeah, it works. It's like, like it's there's a part of it where it is like this really claustrophobic thing where they don't know what they're getting in for, and it's like this parable of like Vietnam or like these people just being sent off without good equipment, without anything, and then you're like, oh shit, well what is going to happen here? Like I don't really know. All these people are terrified, and then you get a couple of people that might have an idea of what they're doing.
1: Yeah, there's but, a couple of guys who are veterans of this future war. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. And there's like a guy who's like, "Oh, this is his third tour," and you're yeah. like, "Okay, so what's with this guy?" Sort of thing. Yeah, but it's as it gets out of that because they're like, there, there, there's there's like a comic relief character who's introduced. Yeah, who's genuinely really funny. Yeah, and like yeah, yeah, you know, he's one of these sort of like nervous chatters. And he's like, oh, you know, I'm just, I'm, I, you know, you, you know, I talk when I'm nervous, and you actually sort of see that it's not just a silly, pithy thing because he's actually stuttering quite seriously when he's when he's doing it. Yeah, and he can't like get words out; he just needs to make noise to try and make himself feel better.
1: Yeah,
0: and it's really interesting. And then there's other characters that are like, and you're like, oh, that okay, that person hasn't got a name, so they're going to die. Yeah, these Chloe, pers- these two-
1: Chloe from Twenty Four is in it for some reason. Okay. Um, but, yeah, still, and she hasn't release the tension from her, her brow. Um, she'll get there one day. Yeah. Um, You've yeah. never seen it. No, you haven't. But, it's just but a like, select group of our listeners will understand. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. Like, yeah. So the, the, I appreciate the action of it, and I appreciate some of the stuff they were going for. Um, but then, yeah, I mean, we get into some weird again like some of the some of the sort of the subtext of it all because they have all these like tense because again before we get into the future stuff there's this jk simmons scene Mm. where it's this really like intense confrontation between chris pratt and jk simmons playing his father yeah and it's again we we start getting into this whole right well what it's really about is about like generational you know your responsibility to to your kids and and what effect that can have on them and obviously on a bigger scale is like they do they focus in on this particular family and this lineage but there's a you know on a massive humanity scale it's like yes we have responsibility to our children to make sure that things like this don't happen and then when we find out the the actual um, origins of the whole thing it becomes very clear what they're trying to get at um and it's at all self he goes out the door once yeah. they finally sort of reveal the end game um so i think i don't know i want to get into the the specifics of it so i think we might have to go for spoilers is there anything else we want to say i think i would say like
0: if you're thinking about watching this just there is uh there are better versions like, of this there are better versions of this film available yeah the the, the film is is tonally all over the place yeah and there are things, that like, there are massive wasted opportunities and it. it's not, it's not a good film, mm. but if you need something to put on in the background whilst you've got your buddies around for a couple of beers,
1: maybe put this on. Yeah. Um, and I will say there are, there are a couple of scenes like, yeah, like that JK Simmons scene and some of the stuff with um, uh, Yvonne uh, Strahovski, Strahovski. Yeah. where there are some good performances in this, genuinely good performances, like... Like the, the dialogue they're delivering and stuff can be a bit, yeah, it's a bit yeah. melodramatic, but you can't really fault the actors for that. Um, and they give they give good performances. So it's worth it for that. And there are some sort of moments in it where you go, oh, okay, well, th- this is a good actor or actress, whatever, um, working with what they've got. Um, and I, I think it, it, they should be commended for that. Yeah. And uh, her in particular, I think she's like, because I've never seen her in anything before. I know she's uh, she's a big part in um Handmaid's Handmaid Tale. Style, yeah. Yeah. Um but I was impressed by her for on a number of levels, not only from an acting point of view, for the action scenes. I thought she handled it really well and it was cool. I was like, right, this could be a new like female action hero sort of thing. Um so if that's if she gets better stuff off the back of this, then great. Um and similarly, I think Chris Pratt does a good job as as best he can. Um, I know there's been a a lot of criticism of him. I think there's a lot of baggage with Chris Pratt these days because of his sort of political leanings. Um, But I feel like, you know, there's been sort of reviews and stuff out saying, you know, he's no Tom Cruise, he can't handle it. And I'm like, he's fine. Yeah, he's he's fine. fine.
0: Like, he can't, he's best in an ensemble when he's, you know, playing off of other people. Yeah. And I think there's a couple of points when, like, his humour shines through and you're like that's what this guy's about
1: yeah
0: but then they kind of sort of forget that a bit i think he's underutilized to be honest but i think it's also this is i think this is a bit of a passion project for him because when the film came was sort of conceptualized was around the same sort of time when he said that slightly uh somewhat criticized thing where he said that as like blue collar, uh, it was like white blue collar Americans are not represented in film.
1: Yeah, um, and then I
0: think have, this is his like answer to that.
1: Yeah, there's been a I know there's been a um, there's a particular review out which is uh, you know using that as a as a way of
0: really it.
1: yes there's a, I'll um, I'll send you the link for it it's Polygon I believe have done a review of it and it's like okay. the tomorrow war is Chris Pratt's like love letter to white collar America or the blue collar America even. Um right. and it's fairly critical, fairly heavy on buttons. Like you, you you know, it's really not that bad. It's not like he's it's not like there are people it's of not. color in this movie who like are that's a, you know, yeah, fairly you know, well-drawn characters, and there's a there's a mix of them as well in terms of there's generational, there's a there's the high school kid who's a black kid who's really into certain things, and they like used his knowledge. There's a guy again, there's another um the, the comic relief character, even, is a fucking like shit hot scientist. Yeah. And then there's the guy who's done three tours and he's an absolute badass. Like, they're not all just drawn with the same things. So I'm like, this this whole people trying to read in some racism to it is like, I don't think it's a family no, really. There's
0: no racism in this whatsoever. Like. Or
1: sexism for that matter. It's just, it's, yeah, I don't, yeah, mm. I think people are trying to find problematic things because of the fact that Chris Pratt is right wing and he has, you know. Well,
0: he's, yeah, the thing is, like, i wouldn't yeah like i wouldn't suggest i think he's he's like soft right he's not yeah. like outright or hard right or anything like this he's um uh he's because he's very conservative he's very religious yeah you know he's, he's he is a republican like it's his bloody father-in-law is arnold talks who's a republican but like uh but like one of the sort of the the non like mean Republican, shall we say, not one of these like malicious types who's all about hating other people of different colors or creeds and doesn't hate gay people. He's like a very inclusive Republican, which I think is something that's reflective in Chris Pratt. And I think people sort of don't get past that. Yeah, I think
1: it's it's because everything's so binary in terms of like sort of the culture war, if you like. Yeah, the the idea of there being a yeah that kind of Republican, that kind of inclusive Republican, is just it's foreign to people and they can't get their heads around it. So they just they they struggle and they sort of trash it. And that's like that's happened on the like some of these like I say, it's like because of the fact that it was embargoed right up until yesterday. It feels like articles like the uh, like the Polygon one.
0: Yeah, they're like front loaded.
1: Well like yeah, well like, they, they already had them like written and ready to go and like they like, you know what I mean regardless of what the film was they, it yeah. was like so that they could just like it starts out by showing but like the opening of that article is this is his quote from twenty seventeen what he said about the oh, like, fucking hell. thing. That's how it starts. And then it all just you know it's yeah, it's not good. Anyway, um so yeah, it's, it's an interesting thing,
0: yeah. Sorry, let's yeah, let's crack on with the yeah.
1: spoiler stuff. Um, yeah. so it's a fairly yeah, it's an entertaining film. I say I was I was mostly entertained for the vast majority of it. Um, it does drag towards the back end. Um, massively and I, found, and I found myself shouting at the screen some things that then the characters themselves said, which I found quite funny. <laughs> um
0: uh, yeah. One thing I would say, yeah, uh, I forgot to mention this. So uh I won't say spoilers until after the tag, but I turned to my girlfriend and said this is going to happen uh this this and this is going to happen and she was like okay and then it happened yeah exactly as i said it (laughs) and then after the first thing happened i turned to her again and went right well you know what's going to happen here this this and this is going to happen and she was like have you seen this (laughs) i was like no no it came out today No one's seen it. You're not allowed. No no one's seen it. And no one's allowed to talk about it. So I did. uh, And uh, I was like, this, this, and this is going to happen. And it happened. And then the only thing that didn't happen was something that happened at the end, which I'll get to in
1: a bit. Right. This is all we're at a point now where we're
0: extraordinarily, extraordinarily predictable film.
1: Yes. I think that's what you're getting at. without spoiling anything so let's spoil some stuff and i can understand what the hell you're talking about yeah so (laughs) thanks for listening guys um give tomorrow war a go if you fancy something um a bit silly and stupid um and we will see you on whatever the next one is Uh, but let's just do some spoilers Bodies, 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 bodies. so what the fuck did you predict then what the hell what are you all about? of
0: it every right. single beat of okay, this go film on then. Ex- i said right he's going to go to the future he's going to meet up with a scientist and the scientist is going to be his daughter yeah and then they're going to have to use science to save the world because they're scientists
1: yeah
0: and then that happened they were like
1: well yeah that's yeah, forrester
0: that's, forrester with one eye and you're like yeah and you're yeah. like oh god okay See, i'll tell you what and I'd then, to then, you know, i said what though. they're gonna have to do is they're gonna go they're gonna develop this toxin they're gonna <laughs> and then they're not gonna be able to use it in the future so he's gonna have to take it back to the past and then they did that yeah and the thing that i got wrong was i thought that the film was going to end around an hour and 40 minutes
1: it didn't it went on for nearly another hour He went it kept going that yeah that's my point that's where i was like i liked the first hour and 40 minutes i was quite fine with yeah like i was on board like there was a like say there was attention to it it was like you know visually creative and what i appreciated with the whole um reveal of the of the, the daughter character is that they didn't bury it they didn't try and like make out that it was like some big secret and then you found out at the end of the movie that it was his daughter all along they were just no they met and then it was very clear that within one conversation we've established that right this is your daughter from the future right cool yeah let's crack on and then and then all the all the baggage and stuff that comes with that and i feel like it allowed them to have scenes like i do think that much as it was very melodramatic that scene on the beach where she explains like what happened to her family from her point of view and is explaining this to her younger father and yeah. like sort of pouring you know pouring her heart out really i thought that was quite well done it was well acted
0: yeah it, and that's the thing like, you, you you watch it and you go okay like I get it I get that this is like um she's talking to him about like the sins of the sins of the father of the past you know and he's like I'd never do that and she said like, well you already have
1: you did yeah exactly and it's this kind of like yeah being confronted with the worst you know the worst the consequences of the worst version of yourself It's like this yeah. is quite interesting and like this like okay I like this and but then I was, but then they're also trying to make you know, a silly action movie. It's like, yeah, nestled in the middle of it is like some sort of like arrival style meditation on what would you yeah. do if you had prior knowledge of your family and all this sort of stuff. And like, okay, that's interesting, but you either delve into that properly and do it like arrival did or don't like it. You, you can't just touch on it. It's like, you need to, yeah. Um, it's, it's a big sort of time travel, the weird sci-fi concept that needs proper exploration. If you're going to do it, um, yeah, you can't just sort of tag it on in the middle of you this can't... giant action movie.
0: Exactly, it needs to be one thing or the other. Like, it's not going to fit in this big dumb action film. Yeah, and like I get, I get why people were drawn to it because you're like, oh, it's an interesting concept, and it works in slightly, you know, works in a different way to stuff like uh, Live Die Repeat, like Edge of Tomorrow. Sorry. Mm. But um, yeah, it just—I don't know—like tonally, it was all over the place. And the fact that they wrote out like the comic relief character, who was genuinely really really funny, yeah, they just, he just wrote him out really quickly, and then they brought him back like right in the last bit of the third act because it felt like um,
1: the person we're talking about otherwise, Sam Richardson is the guy who plays Charlie, yeah. Um,
0: yeah. and
1: he's sort of a bit of an upcoming, uh, up and coming sort of comedian actor. He was in Veep. Um and he's been a few other bits and pieces. He's in that. Um, I really want to watch that uh Werewolves Within movie. Yes. Um, which he's like the lead in that
0: is potentially gonna be the greatest
1: video game movie ever made. Yeah. Um, so because uh, it yeah. looks fucking hilarious, yeah, exactly. Um, so he's like, yeah, he, he's kind of this uh an up and coming sort of um comic actor. Um and mm. yeah, you're right, he is good in this. Like there are times when it again, but I think part of it it's not his fault, like he's delivering well in terms of his comedy but it's just like it's it feels out of place it just comes out of nowhere it feels like yeah. shoehorned in and it's that's nothing that's not his fault at all it's just a, a failure in the sort of the scripting and the and the pacing of it it's just that they just randomly cut over to this guy that everyone's dead you know fucking stony face serious about to go and like try and save the world and then he's cracking jokes and it's just like it doesn't quite work like yeah um and it's yeah, that's what I mean. It's the frustration of what's frustrating about this film is it should work. Yeah, I I was like, so we got into the back end of it and like, so so yeah, get, now we're in the spoilers territory, we can talk about it. So, Like I say, I appreciate that they didn't bury the lead in terms of the daughter and then we got the whole sequence in the future with him and his daughter working on it. Then what we get is him coming back. Can we,
0: can we talk about the the montage scene? What? The montage when they're like working on the the the, the the toxin. Oh yeah. Sixty-six percent. And we're doing, we're doing science. We're doing science. We're doing science now. It's time to science.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's just like people like pet looking pensively at um computer screens. Yeah, and doing like hundreds of tests it's at not, a time. Not doing any science. They're just putting putting slides into microscopes.
1: Yeah, I don't like they don't really explain how it is they're raised like so the idea is that they're trying to create a toxin so they could create some sort of biological weapon and just wipe out this species which is problematic in and of itself but still they're like they're doing this and they're like oh um we like we need to try and raise the amount or the bond. It needs to have a a higher percentage of bonds. And when it gets to hundred percent, then we want, but all they seem to be doing is just like shaking them up in these little test tubes (laughs) and then running tests. And they like what they're doing to make that number go up is not explained. No. Like how does it go from 40% to 60% to like, all we see is just the numbers going up on the screen, but they're not actually doing any science. They're not changing anything or doing anything that we can see to make that happen. So no. it's like well I think you've misunderstood science. <laughs> like you have to do that's something the thing in order to get better results. You have to do something different. That's the yeah. kind of that's that's how science works. Like
0: yeah, cuz they keep showing, showing like this science montage and you're like that's it's like all well and good but you're not really um, doing anything. No. You just—you've just got a science montage in there for some reason. You can, you can have that. They can have that steely-eyed conversation where they're all like, "Dew-eyed and sad about him being a bad dad in the past," and like that conversation <clears throat> where parents parents broke up, whilst pe- other people are doing science in the background, yeah. and they're like, "We've got these experts who are able to define this further." No, she's the only scientist in the future. Uh, he's a high school science teacher. Former biologist, you know, like I get that, but come on, like, yeah. why are you not bringing people from the past who are scientists? Um, You're just bringing people with guns,
1: yeah. This, it, yeah, well, that's that they try and I like, get to that, and then when they do the whole recruitment thing, they go, Right, well, there's our team and D team, and the R team is the research team, yeah. So we need you to go in and bring your expertise to try and solve the problem, and like, right, well, can okay, that's interesting, no literally they they never really they just it's all just again the logic we we, the minute you start to think about it like again it's like let's why don't we do if we've got prior knowledge and we're we're going 30 years into the past before anything's happened why don't we use the fact that we know what's going to happen to stop it from happening no yeah (laughs) but
0: there's Um, so so much of this is like a lot of potential and a lot of like interesting tidbits yeah that go nowhere
1: well, that, that that's what yeah that's what i mean like when they get into the final act like because that was i wanted Like i like time travel stuff i know you struggle with time you don't like time travel stuff generally speaking, no not really but like it's just it. the same thing over and over again like, Yeah, this generally was, and
0: give it its defense like this is slightly different yes it was slightly that's- different
1: and there was there was something about it that was like they're, they're playing with the concept of time travel in, in a way that i haven't seen before
0: yeah, the fact Oops. that they were addressing stuff like right, the only people that we can bring from the past are people that are already dead mm. in in this timeline or yeah. at this time in the future, and you're like, cool, that's an interesting like wrinkle in that. That
1: makes sense. That's why only certain people can go. Yeah, um, because otherwise you can't. Both but, there can't be two versions of you. At, you know, in the future at the time that you're jumping into there, you have to be dead. Yeah. With yeah, which is interesting, but it's just like, um. Yeah, I thought when we were getting into the back end that they were, they were going to do something more interesting because they had this whole thing where he's like, she wants to send him back with the toxin. And he says, yeah. like, I'm not leaving you here to die. And then it, it sort of creates this idea where she goes, like, if you go back and do this with the toxin, then none of this will ever happen. And it's like, right, so it's they could get into some proper time travel stuff where it's like, right, well, you're effectively killing everybody in this timeline, in this future, but they will cease yeah. to exist. So this daughter that you've come to know over the last seven days or whatever, mm-hmm. she won't exist anymore because she won't need to have existed because none of this would happen. So you're effectively killing her. And it's like, okay, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. But they don't really get into it. They no. just, no, they just sort of, they they touch on it and then that's it. They kick another action yeah. scene onto it. Yeah. Um. And then when we get into the final stuff, that's when it, like, it gets real heavy-handed. So yeah. <laughs> we... The final act of the movie, he comes back to um, present day 2022 and he's got this toxin and the idea is that now they've decided, now he, they go, why don't we try and prevent the war from happening? And it's like, right, what did we fucking think of that before? Okay, fine. Um, so now <laughs> he goes on this um, quest to find where the the, um, the monsters came from in the first place. Yeah. We know that they arrived, you know, they, the first attack was in Russia Um and then they, they sort of reverse engineer and try and figure out where they came from. And they figure out that they are frozen in a giant glacier in Russia. Yeah. And then it's a it's, So they didn't come from space. They were already here. And they the re- were already here. Oh, that were, was another thing that I called as well. They were already here. Um, and the reason that they attacked when they did and everything happened is because the glacier melt Melted. As a result because of, of climate warming. change, climate change, and global warming. I was like, right. because so I was like, throughout this whole thing, I was like, right, this whole thing of like our, you know, our children are asking our parents to help us because, you know, you think about your children, think about the future. I'm like, is this a, this is all a metaphor for global warming. Is that what they're doing? <laughs> and then right at the very end, it's like, oh no, it's not even a metaphor anymore. It's literally just global warming. Global warming releases a bunch of monsters onto the world and kills everybody. So they're just, they've just made it. They've made global warming to something we can shoot. And, and blow up <laughs> so yeah <laughs> that's literally what they've done and like i was like i can't believe that like there, there's no subtlety to it or they literally get into it at the end <laughs> <laughs> to the point uh, where like they even have chris um Pratt's, that you know jk simmons comes on the mission to antarctica and i was like that was the one thing that i predicted that i thought was going to happen that didn't which is i thought they were going to kill him off I yeah. thought it was going to be right. Well, it's the boomer generation have to sacrifice That's themselves exactly to thought. save the fucking to save all the new generation because it's their fault because of global warming, because they're the boomer generation. And I, I thought that was going to happen, but it didn't in the end. They they bowled it. Yeah. Oh, it's just but even then, like I thought I was like, I was still trying to cling on to like giving the film a bit of credit. Cause I thought, right, well, they're going to go up there. And then when they when they went up there, they found this avian spaceship buried in the ice. And they started doing this thing where they were killing them. And it was like, again, that was a bit weird because it was like, it was like, is this like, are you trying to make a comment about abortion or something? By like oh okay st- sticking these things that are like, you know, in the womb essentially and killing them before they're even born. I was like, no, they're not really. But it's just the, the imagery was there. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But then I thought, right. they And the, these things started waking up and started attacking them. And I thought, okay, this is interesting. Is it going to be... That it's a self-fulfilling, prof- it. yeah, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, and in trying to stop the war, we caused it. Yeah, and it's a case of that, yeah, and it, like it could end in a really bleak sort of causal loop at the end of the movie, where it's just like in trying to save your children, you've doomed them, sort of thing. Um, yeah, which could have been interesting, but they didn't do that.
0: No, no, they didn't. Though they could have done that, and then they could have been like, oh well, you know, it turns out that it wasn't. The grown-ups that had to save them. It was it was the young people that need to to earn their way into doing this, or they need to do this, or they. need to, But yeah, there's so much of it that was just like doesn't matter, like because we've got this new ending that feels like a sequel.
1: Yeah, it's it's like a whole separate thing, isn't it? It's like hmm. it's yeah, it, it's weirdly paced in that. It's just it, there's a whole other movie that comes afterwards. Um, yeah. And like, and again, there are just whole characters in there that are never really fleshed out properly. Like the um, the commander woman who comes back from the future, the one yeah. who gives the initial speech, like when they come through into the into their football game. Like she's there, and she's like obviously got. She's like a, a veteran of this war, if you like, even though she's that young. Yeah, but she doesn't really ever get a moment to sort of talk. Do you know what I mean? No, she's, she's they're there. like oh, she's this badass from the future. that doesn't do anything yeah um and they even like touch on the idea like when they're doing their basic training is like like, everyone who's training us is like half our age because there's all these kids who are because they're not born yet because they haven't been born yet that's why how they're able to be here and it's like right and it's like we're all here because we when the future that we're jumping to we're already dead cool yeah and so again it could be they could be making some sort of statement about how it's the young people it's the greta thunbergs of the world that have to teach the old people how to save it yeah Again, you could be making it's like the this
0: predestination pre- sort of situation. Like, uh, there's another one I would say. Uh, predestination is a really good um, time travel film. Okay, Primer and Predestination, two of the best time travel films I've ever seen. Okay, but um, but yeah, like they don't make. Yeah, it's not you're saying, man. Like, I'm with you on it. Like, it feels like the end bit is just that they, they're trying to make a message, but then never fully developed it.
1: No, the message is we can solve global warming by blowing it up. We can solve global warming with a gun. Yeah.
0: Or a bomb. Yeah. What we're going to do is we can we can so solve this because we need to protect this glacier. But what we're going to do is we're going to blow up the glacier, go in there and blow up some more. And then the... Yeah. Because they don't make any sort of onward changes either. They don't talk about, like you know, the, the the benefit of like a causal loop of being able to develop technology in the future then send it back to them to the past to make it a better world. There's none of
1: that afterwards. No. They're just like oh, and
0: they... they were a good American family
1: again. No, they're just like because that's the thing, they they close off the um the idea of bit the, the jump drive or whatever they call it. The, the oh, it blows thing. up, doesn't it? Yeah it blows up. So they go right well that's that's it now we can't jump to and from the future. So it's like that that whole aborted timeline no longer exists. But that's what yeah. I thought. Like, even that, like, are they going to do something interesting with that um, soldier character who's there? The future soldiers who go on that mission with them, if yes. they succeed in their mission, do they then like my McFly style cease to exist? Uh, okay. Do you know what I mean because then if if we kill all the aliens, that means that you guys aren't who you are. You know, maybe you are born in a few years' time, but you know that me- you are not going to grow up in this war-torn world, are you? and then yeah. get sent back and then like is it going to just break or like it, that's the problem with all of time travel isn't it it's just it could it, the minute you start to think about it the whole thing falls apart yeah um but yeah it's interesting <laughs> yeah
0: well that's that's the problem is there's there's a lot of interesting stuff in there that's just never developed no no
1: but yeah but like yeah shame but i mean that like say appreciate the production value and the and the performances and some of the like it's there's some well you know it's a well-made film if not a well-executed film if you see what i mean
0: yeah and don't get me like, yeah because one of the things i was going to say about this is that the um uh like the visual effects are good the monster design's really cool yeah and sort of fairly unique yeah um there was a there was a point when I was like, "Ah, oh, they can fly now." Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> uh,
1: but they, they can't really fly; they can glide.
0: Uh, yeah, like flying squirrels.
1: Yeah, um, it's like okay. The most sense. intimidating of all the creatures of Earth. Because yeah. um, I remember seeing that in the trailer and thinking, "Fucking hell, this film looks insane." <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, and like the action sequences are fucking mental and really well done. Like I like yeah, even that that whole sequence on the sort of the oil rig where they're just literally just like this, you know, it reminded me a little bit of like what you could have done with a, a full scale, like aliens movie. Can you imagine if they were all xenomorphs? Oh God. Yeah. Like, can you imagine it would just be like this epic all out war? Like, um, so yeah, I mean, I appreciate that. And it was, was cool. Was, it was like, yeah, there
0: well, was should, actually a point when I was watching this, when they first shot the aliens, because I'm so, so inclined for these sort of quadrupedal. Yeah. Uh, alien types. When I first watched, it, they first shot it, I was like, oh no, the blood. And then
1: I was like, I don't oh wait. no, the different film. <laughs> Completely different franchise. Okay. <laughs> um, well done, Tom. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just weird. Like, the, the, yeah, so the action stuff was just mental, um, but like really well done. Yeah. Um, Oh, I was going to say, yeah, oh, yeah. So the final fight at the end, where they're fighting this the the the, the queen bitch, or whatever they call it. <laughs> Again, that's another very very much an aliens thing. They have they have this whole idea of like there's the the females that carry that are like sporting all these things, and yeah. if we can find a way to kill the females, then we can win. And it's like, all oh, right, you've stolen that from Alien. Fair enough. Um, but there's just one that gets away, and it runs like through the through the fucking frozen tundra, and it's Chris Pratt and his dad going hunting. The great American pastime. Yeah. going like, hunting with my old man. Yeah, I never but, got
0: to do this as a boy because my dad, my daddy, weren't there. Back to back. Um, you do. But, he keeps saying. What is it? you keep saying. He said you, you, you
1: tagged it or you, you, stuck it. You stuck it, Dad. You stuck it. You dad. Stuck you stuck it. Stuck it. I'm like yeah, you keep saying that. Yeah, it's weird. Um, but yeah, they have this final confrontation where I was convinced that J.K. Simmons was going to die as a yeah. The boomer generation has to die to save yeah. the younger generation because it's their fault. Uh, but they didn't do that. Um, but then, what I, what I really liked was, and I just, I, I did laugh, is the bit where um, they keep like fighting it, and I, I said, "Oh, for fuck's sake, die!" I was like, said out, out loud, and then not yeah. long after that, Chris Pratt goes, "Die!" <laughs> just like, <laughs> yeah. and, but then, like, I was like, "Oh, that!" Like, laughed at that. But then, Jake Simmons then points it out afterwards. He's like, "Did you, did you tell it to die?" <laughs> he goes, "Yeah, I did." He goes wow, that works. You should have done that sooner. I was like, <laughs> that's fucking great. Like, God damn it. You got me, movie. That's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's just the odd point now and then where it flashes through and you're like, this could have been really good. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it could have been. It's like, and the times of that I was watching, It's was like, is this really good? I was like, oh no, no, it's not.
0: No. <laughs> Don't do it to yourself, Tom. No. It's, it's a good film. Anyway, it is a big shame, but... Yeah. Um, yeah. We don't really have any other sort of high concept sci-fi pieces coming out for a while. No, and that like I are say, we're, and, particularly original. So yeah,
1: exactly. So I can only we can only sort of again at least it, there's some originality to it. Mm. Much as it borrows from lots of different things, it, it's something yeah. that is new. So fair play for that for them giving an, the the money and the budget to to make something that like this that hasn't got a pre built in fan base already or anything like that. It's good that they can still make films like this
0: yeah yeah and i just because like even like edge
1: Edge of tomorrow even we you know we talk about comparing it to that even that was based on a manga wasn't it
0: yeah yeah so
1: nothing's nothing comes from nothing sort of thing but then this did
0: so fair enough exactly like the fact that this is you know we we are you know ragging on it quite a bit but there, there are some there are some redeemable things in there yeah and it is you know might be worth a watch i'd say it's um uh, you know, from sort of conceptually, it's it, there's like a dotted line between this and like Army of the Dead sort of thing. Like, it's this m- new film that isn't really based on a franchise mm. that is has got these sort of interesting wrinkles to it, but it's just it's it's it could have done with a little bit more time in the oven sort of thing.
1: Yeah, I think my my sort of um recommendations kind of thing on it would be obviously we're at a point now where we're we're at kind of at the tipping point in terms of the the covid pandemic yeah where there are movies out in cinemas and people are going back to the cinemas we're going uh we're going to go and see the new fast and furious movie never heard of it um next week there's you know black widow's back um and so it does feel like we're, we're getting back to a sense of normalcy but that doesn't mean that everybody is necessarily comfortable going back no to the cinema yet and if that is the case and you, you're not you know comfortable doing that yet then here's an offering for you here's like, like if you want to sort of yeah. a blockbuster big budget movie but you don't you're not comfortable going into a cinema just yet this is not yeah you know, there are worse ways yeah. to spend your time
0: yeah man i honestly i hadn't even thought of it in that way to be honest like but yeah you're right bang on there it's, if you yeah if you are feeling a bit uncomfortable about going out and Doing yeah. something. Here's like, something
1: that's been delivered to your house. You don't know, have to, like, yeah. yeah. If you're like, I want to see that window but I'm not 100%. Or in that case, then you go, here's something. I mean, Loki's yeah. going on to give you that Marvel fix. And if you want a big blockbuster action movie, have a look on Amazon. There's yeah. this new Chris Pratt movie with Star Law in it.
0: Yeah. And, yeah. and that's the thing, like, also having, you know, being in lockdown, maybe if you do end up having to go into isolation, like someone. Some people, uh, yeah, like, yeah, I do have to go into isolation at the moment, and then it is, you know, it's a fairly good shout for like hmm. putting something on on a Friday night yeah. whilst drinking beer and eating pizza,
1: yeah, it's Absolutely. just too fucking long, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, anyway, uh, I think we've said everything we want to say on um, tomorrow morning already, haven't we?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's nothing else I can really sort of bring to the table on it
1: fair enough okay well um thanks for listening guys uh we'll be back so yeah we are going to go and see um off the back of our epic uh fast and furious recap uh podcast we are going to go and see f9 um so we for nine nine. uh so we'll report back on that and then we will also be seeing black widow next week um so we've got a couple of good things coming out in the next week or so so um stay tuned um and we'll get them out to you as soon as we can um and if you've got any thoughts on tomorrow war or anything else let us know you've got our you know instagrams um reach out to us personally because most of the people listening know us <laughs> so uh, well,
0: listen, yeah we have that very small cabal of international listeners as well Look, it? we do we do
1: that's, that's very true anyway uh yeah thanks <laughs> for listening, everybody uh, we'll see, see you next time cheers bye It was right, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think we, we milked everything we possibly could out of
0: that. Yeah. <laughs> there are all of the words that
1: could possibly be associated with that film we got to. Yeah.